Looking for a unique online gaming experience? Well, Golden Nuggets Online Live Dealer Games are changing the way people play online in New Jersey. Broadcast live from an exclusive studio at the Golden Nugget Atlantic City and streamed directly to you, the player, on your smartphone or your laptop, Live Dealer creates a true casino floor experience online. The dealers even have their own unique personalities, talking to you as they deal the cards. It's almost like being in the Golden Nugget in Atlantic City. And as long as you're within the New Jersey limits, you can play from wherever you happen to be or on the go. Tablet, phone, or desktop, wherever you are, you can enjoy the live dealer experience. Play Golden Nuggets online live dealer today in real time, seven days a week, now from 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. Blackjack, Roulette, Baccarat, all live in real time on GoldenNuggetCasino.com. Get started today at GoldenNuggetCasino.com and take part in the newest and most unique online gaming experience a casino can offer. Golden Nuggets Online Live Dealer, truly the next evolution of online gaming. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey only, problem gambler, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today... The game is different with author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Welcome to House of Cards. This is Dave Weishaddle, deep from the swamps of Jersey. We have a great show coming out for you. You know, the last couple of years, daily fantasy sports have been everywhere. You've seen it on TV. Hey, you even heard me read commercials for them on this radio show. But do we really know what we're putting our money into? An amazing new book has come out to show you what goes on behind the scenes in these big daily fantasy sports companies. The book is called Dueling with Kings, High Stakes, Killer Sharks, and the Get-Rich Promise of Daily Fantasy Sports. We have the author with us, Daniel Barbarisi, who was a former Yankee beat writer for the Wall Street Journal. He gave all that up to dive into the world of daily fantasy sports, and he wrote an incredible book about it. I couldn't put this book down. An absolute incredible story. After that, we're going to have a mailbag where we answer your questions, so stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a Pro-Caliber poker table. Pro-Caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro-Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER, that's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables, stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. You've been hearing me talk about my pillow and the benefits of using it to get a good night's sleep, alleviate your sore neck and back, and the special deal you can get for my pillow through the show. Well, not only can you pick up the special deal for four my pillows when you use promo code CARDS, but now you can get $100 off your purchase of the my pillow mattress. Yeah, that's right, the my pillow mattress. The MyPillow mattress comes with a 10 year warranty and a 120 day money back guarantee. 
The MyPillow mattress is made up of three unique layers, providing you the comfort and support to fall asleep and stay asleep all night. It even has the luxurious Dream Soft cover, which is stain resistant and stays cool all night. Just head on over to MyPillow.com, click on the MyPillow mattress link, and enter promo code CARDS at checkout to get $100 off your order. Or call 1-800-319-7913 to order by phone. That's MyPillow.com, or call 1-800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. presents a house of cards but are we cool not really welcome back to house of cards dave weishadow with you here you know, over the last few years, daily fantasy sports has dominated the sports scene. A couple of years ago, you couldn't turn on the TV or radio without hearing one of the commercials. You know, I even had to read them for the show. But an amazing new book is taking us behind the scenes of this interesting world of daily fantasy sports. That book is Dueling with Kings, and the writer is Daniel Barbarisi, who was the Yankees beat writer for the Wall Street Journal. And we're lucky to have Daniel on the phone with us now. Daniel, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, Dan, first off, Dueling with Kings is an amazing, eye-opening book. And as I said before, you were already in the sports scene, but it took another sports writer to turn you on to daily fantasy sports. So how'd that come about? Yeah, it, it was pretty crazy. I mean, I hadn't really heard of, of daily fantasy sports at all until about April, May of 2015, when I was covering the Yankees uh, for the Wall Street Journal, as you noted. And, um, Another uh, sports writer actually in the press box at Fenway Park, and another sports writer essentially showed me FanDuel, and I, I was struck by three immediate reactions. The first was, whoa, this is really fun. Uh, the second was, how on earth is this legal? <laughs> um, and the third was, uh, I'm going to make a ton of money on this. Um, so I was right on the first two in that it is a lot of fun as a game itself. The second is, it is crazy that it's legal at all, and that struck me in the same way it struck a lot of other people. Um, and then the third part I was definitely wrong about, where I thought I was going to suddenly get rich quick because I was a baseball writer, and obviously I should be so good at this daily fantasy sports baseball thing. Uh, and that part I was very, very wrong about. You know, I, the first time I heard about daily fantasy sports is I was, giving a, I was given a script to read for the commercials for this show. I mean, the uh, FanDuel sent me a script. 
they, they open up an account for me. They put money in the account. And they say, hey, you know what? Play every week. Um, talk about your personal experiences and then read the rest of the script. So that was my introduction to daily fantasy sports. And the last time I heard about fantasy sports was, you know, guys getting together and doing a year-long uh, league, and they had, um, uh, you know, drafts and bars and basements. And But what really – so your initial impression of daily fan, fantasy sports was, wow, how, how could this actually be legal and fun? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people came into it in a similar way to you, uh, where, you know, and I, I did as well. That the, what we have the relationship with fantasy sports was exactly that, picturing the guys, you know, sitting around, you know, you have your league. I, I've been doing that kind of stuff since really the late 90s. Um, and it's just a, a fun leisure activity with your friends. And, you know, yes, there is technically a lot of the time money involved, but it's the kind of thing where you might win 200, 300 bucks at the end of the year. And, you know, it's pretty hard to call that gambling in any real sense um, because the event frequency is just so low um, and the potential payoff, I think, for the time invested is also incredibly low. Um, but, you know, with daily fantasy sports, that all changed in an instant, you know, where you're redoing this event every day. You can put in entries to literally hundreds of contests at any one time if needed. And it's just a completely different game. It, it is. It was to me an obvious gambling game, and that's I think what struck many people. Um, but that's when, you know, when it all started to really hit the scene. And you know, when you were doing those readouts uh, and advertisements and all that for the in the summer of 2015, yep, yep. which was when that ad blitz really started to hit. <laughs> that was when I was kind of trying to figure out the whole thing and see, okay, where did this come from? How did this happen? What is it? And, and at that time, I was trying to figure out, you know, really, is this whole thing on the level? Is this okay? Is it, you know, is it the kind of thing we should be concerned about? Is it, you know, because, again, I did certainly tell it was fun, but I could also tell there were a lot of things wrong under the hood where the thing had grown so fast that there were no controls in place and no, certainly, regulations in governing it and nothing around it basically saying, okay, this is something where you could feel yourself as the consumer using it that you know everything is protected, that everything is clear, and you know everything is, is kind of safe for you to be in this space. And that's one of the things that struck me right away, and what made me want to do the book about it, was that when I was kind of diving into it, and I was suffering a lot of early losses, I was seeing a lot of things that were very, very weird to me, a lot of things that really struck me in strange ways, and a lot of those were kind of things that would eventually come out in larger mass media, um, and people would also notice this stuff and say, oh, hey, a lot of this is not normal. A lot of this is probably not good. We should probably take a look into this. And so that's what I was experiencing at the time. And that's a lot of stuff that's in the early parts of the book is recognizing early on that there was a lot of stuff wrong with this, that despite the fact this was a lot of fun and kind of a cool game, you know, it was a bit of a wild west environment. And there were a lot of things that really need to be changed about it. Stick around. House of Cards will be right back after this break.
Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no-obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast. Do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. You're listening to the House of Cards. Nice. Nice. Not thrilling, but nice. Welcome back to House of Cards. For those of you just joining us, we are talking with Daniel Barbarisi, author of Dueling with Kings, which is an incredible look inside the world of daily fantasy sports. Now, I split my time between New Jersey and Boston, and I'm familiar with your wife, Emily Benjamin. And in my opinion, she's one of the best uh, sports writers in the country. What was your conversation? Well, thank you on her behalf. Yeah. What was your conversation like when you told her, you know what, I want to quit my job and devote all my time to playing daily fantasy sports? <laughs> well, where, where it the, was really more of a conversation. Uh, were there flowers involved? You're, you're not wrong. <laughs> that is a pretty crazy moment, but it, it was really more of a conversation of I want to quit my job and devote my time to writing a book about this insane world. And so that was something she could certainly get behind. And okay. her her concept, you know, and her reaction was, "Yeah, I see that this thing is nuts." And you know, I, I said, I, "I I think the best way to tell this story is to really live it full time." and to be involved in it full-time, and to really be inside this thing. And that's the best way to get the best narrative about it and get the way to really tell what's going on with this. And she was supportive of that. And I will say, by the time I actually quit my job, we're about, you know, kind of halfway through the narrative of the book. Um, by that time, everything had gone crazy, and it was kind of well-proven that I was really deep inside the whole thing. So, I mean, I don't think I would have, she would have been okay with it or that I would have done it if I had just said it from the start, you know, if, if kind of where the book picks up in May of 2015, where I discover it in, you know, the Family Park Press Box, if I'd come home that day and said, hey, sweetie, I think I'm going to go quit my job and be a DFS player full time and maybe I'll write something about it. Would she have said, yeah, that's a great idea. But by the time the Wall Street Journal actually kind of forced me to make that decision um, by saying, you know, well, you can do the book or you can be the Yankees beat writer, but you can't do both. Uh, it was, you know, six or seven months into it, and I was already pretty well established in the DFS world. And uh, I think by that time, it seemed like less of a crazy thing, but still a little crazy. So, <laughs> you know, there was definitely a lot of worry there, and she was definitely, you know, had to take a leap of faith in trusting me that this was all going to turn out okay. But, uh, you know, I think relatively speaking, it did. So, um, yeah, we look back on that as a positive decision. Okay. See, I'm a fan of you for just pulling that part of it off. Good for you. <laughs> when you jumped into the world of daily fantasy sports, it appeared that initially maybe people weren't too enthusiastic about speaking with you. Is that correct? Were they pretty guarded on what they said to you first off? 
You know, it's funny. It went through two phases. Um, initially, they were extremely happy to talk to me because it was before everything had really gone crazy, you know, with the quote-unquote Ethan Haskell scandal in the fall of 2017, which was when um, you know one of the employees at DraftKings, a guy named Ethan Haskell, was accused of a quote-unquote insider trading, yeah. using information from you know, from his company to bet on uh, events at FanDuel. And, I, you know, from what I've dealt with, I don't think that was something he was doing. But it certainly exposed a situation where there were no controls over anything, and it's the kind of thing that easily could have happened because the situation was so, you know, wild west and so all over the place. And, you know, the ridiculous initial situation of companies, of employees of one company being able to bet on the other one's site, which seems like an obvious no-brainer that you should not be able to do that. But stuff like that was happening all the time. I mean, I mean technically, so, that, that wasn't illegal. I think it just – did it just look no, bad? No, no. Yeah, I mean, nothing they did really was illegal per se. Mm-hmm. It was all just extremely, I would say, improper, um, you know, emblematic of a situation where these companies had grown well beyond any ability for them to regulate themselves. And, you know, people were just kind of doing whatever they could get away with uh, a lot of things that would not be technically illegal, but would certainly not pass the sniff test. And there was a lot of that kind of stuff all over the place, as I kind of try to deal with in the book. Um, but so initially, before any of that happened, they loved talking to me because they were essentially saying, "We're well, look, we're so big, we're growing so fast, everybody loves us. Then as soon as the asshole stuff happened, everybody shut down in a major way. Uh, and everyone was very worried. Although at that point, I was already kind of on the inside because I had started this project, you know, before everything went crazy. And so when a lot of other media came out of the woodwork looking to talk to these people, they were not allowed in at all. And I was able to get some level of access because people trusted me from being in from before everything went wrong. And so, you know, I wasn't really viewed as some Johnny come lately who was looking to take advantage of the scandal. They were more like, okay, well, this guy's been in for a while already. We'll talk to you. Although it definitely became harder from that point on to get any real, you know, access with some people. And some were very wary, you know, and, and were hard to deal with throughout. But I think, generally speaking, it, it did go in two phases. And then, uh, you know, that allowed me to kind of have the insider access that a lot of other people were not allowed to get just because I was on scene earlier. You, you mentioned laws. And uh, in the book, you mentioned one law, the Unlawful Internet Gaming Enforcement Act, or the UIGEA, which outlawed online poker. Now, was that the spark that helped grow fantasy sports? And was that also the specter that people thought, that could do us in. Yeah, a little both. I mean, it, it's funny. I, I, I caution away from using the word fantasy sports when describing all of this. And I, you know, the industry wants you to do that. But the reality is that, you know, season-long traditional fantasy sports and daily fantasy sports are two very different animals. Or one is really a mutant strain of the other. You're being daily, like the mutated version of, of season-long. Season-long being the one we're kind of all familiar with, you know, with all the dudes in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's the UIGA is what mutated that game. It's exactly what happened. You know, and so what happened was in 2006, uh, they sought to ban. You know, the U.S. government, federal government, sought to ban online poker, and they were largely successful in doing so. Even though it took a while to kind of really bear fruit, but with UIGA, they they knocked online poker out effectively. And at that time, the you know the sports leagues, I was worried that was going to lead to the eradication of their very pleasant and really not thought of as any sort of a problem season-long fantasy sports hobby industry, which is, you know, small but growing at the time. And so the authors of that bill, UIGA, put in a a, a provision, a carve-out that said, 
in this online poker barring bill, fantasy sports are exempted. They're okay. And so fantasy was really protected. Now, what happened was right after that, some really smart guys took a look at that law, and they said, hey, wait, if I build a game to the exact tenets of this carve-out, I can create essentially nationalized, legalized sports gambling around fantasy sports. And that was correct, and it was legal. And so that's where Daily Fantasy Sports was born, you know, essentially in the spring of 2007. And it kind of took off, it trickled, took off slowly. But once people realized over a few years, oh, wait, this is legal. This is okay. And no one's going to come bust us at the federal level. You know, big money started to get behind it. And the companies, particularly FanDuel at first, really started to grow. And so, you know, that was what allowed it to go forward. And I think it generally has been protected at the federal level. The problem these companies had was that there were no protections built in at the state level. And UIGEA protected them pretty well, you know, nationally, but it did nothing for the United States. And the federal government has traditionally left gambling law up to the states. So, you know, depending on what your state laws were, in some states, DFS was, was in pretty good shape. And then about half of the rest, it was on fairly shaky legal ground. And that's what we've seen over the last year or two is these states fight it out Pardon me, these, uh, these companies, FanDuel and DraftKings, fight it out in the states where they're on shaky legal ground, that roughly half of states. And those are the ones where you've seen attorney generals come after them and, you know, a big fight in the state of New York, which yeah. is one of the things I really detail in the book. Um, and, you know, they, those co- the companies won that fight, which is what allowed them to stay in business. But they've also had a lot of other tough ones in places like Texas, where they're kind of half operating. And Florida, where they're operating, but they probably are in a little bit of a shaky legal environment if they if somebody decides to press the issue, or places like um, you know states where they're actually banned right now, uh, you know like a, a Arizona, you know places where they don't have positive legal footing, and so they are you know want to stay out of. Them. Hold that thought, and we'll be right back with more House of Cards right after this quick break. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Hanukkah, the German shepherd that I rescued, was stinky, skinny, and scrawny, full of skin rashes and scratching. And I started feeding Hanukkah Dynavite, and he became such a happier, itch-free, stink-free dog that I dug deeper into the website. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 
What if in addition to Dynavite, we do the raw beef and the egg diet and see what happens? Forget all these 50-pound bags, the formulated, extruded, processed cereal bits that cost a ton of money anyways. This dog's as close to a wolf as you can get. They're carnivores. With just the raw meat and the eggs and the Dynavite and Super Omega on top of it, it just balances out his body and his mind and his spirit. It's, it's unbelievable. Hey, if you're thinking about rescuing a dog, you got to start them out on Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Don't just listen to House of Cards. Now you can be part of the show with the House of Cards hotline. Call us at 609-474-HOCR and leave a message for Ashley and the rest of the House of Cards crew. Comments about the show? Poker questions? You just want us to know about great places to play or you just got bluffed out of a pot? Your messages may even be played on the air. Give us a call at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. The House of Cards Hotline, available 24 hours a day. Call the hotline or send us an email at info at houseofcardsradio.com and don't forget to visit our website at houseofcardsradio.com and follow the show on Twitter and Facebook. By leaving a message with House of Cards, you can send to having your message played on the air. Looking for a unique online gaming experience? Well, Golden Nuggets Online Live Dealer Games are changing the way people play online in New Jersey. Broadcast live from an exclusive studio at the Golden Nugget Atlantic City and stream directly to you, the player, on your smartphone or your laptop, Live Dealer creates a true casino floor experience online. The dealers even have their own unique personalities, talking to you as they deal the cards. It's almost like being in the Golden Nugget in Atlantic City. And as long as you're within the New Jersey limits, you can play from wherever you happen to be or on the go. Tablet, phone, or desktop, wherever you are, you can enjoy the live dealer experience. Play Golden Nuggets online live dealer today in real time, seven days a week, now from 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. Blackjack, roulette, baccarat, all live in real time on GoldenNuggetCasino.com. Get started today at GoldenNuggetCasino.com and take part in the newest and most unique online gaming experience a casino can offer. Golden Nuggets Online Live Dealer, truly the next evolution of online gaming. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey only, problem gambler, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Dave Weishaddle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of June 5th, 2017. 
Last week, a congressional committee released legislation that would repeal the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act, allowing states to have sports betting and online gambling. The House Energy and Commerce Committee unveiled the Gaming Accountability and Modernization Enhancement Act, which would give oversight authority to the Federal Trade Commission and remove the federal barriers to sports betting. Today, only four states allow sports betting, Nevada, Delaware, Oregon, and Montana. Several high-stakes poker pros took to Twitter, warning that some of their accounts have been hacked. Vanessa Selps, Kate Hall, Vanessa Russo, and Dan Smith explained how their Twitter and cell phone accounts were accessed by hackers who attempted to change their PIN numbers. Many believe that poker pros were targeted because of the ease of finding out their personal information and their large bankrolls. And finally, a man is suing the Planet Hollywood Casino in Las Vegas because of a life-size mannequin. The lawsuit, which was recently filed, claims that the guest suffered injuries when he saw the mannequin in his darkened hotel room, got frightened, and ran away. The man wants $10,000 for injuries he claims he suffered to his body, limbs, organs, and nervous system. Well, that's a lawsuit you don't hear about every day, huh? Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fort Lee and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you can trust so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be at least 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the House of Cards. Well, don't take it too hard. I've done a lot of stupid things in my life, too. Stupid! What do you mean, stupid? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. For those of you just joining us, we are talking with Daniel Barbarisi, author of Dueling with Kings, which is an incredible look inside the world of daily fantasy sports. Now, when you entered the world of daily fantasy, uh, there were two really big players in the field. That was DraftKings and FanDuel. And you seem to have much more contact with Nigel Eccles from FanDuel. What was his business philosophy regarding daily fantasy? Uh, I think he just saw it as, as an incredible growth opportunity. You know, I mean, Nigel was an entrepreneur, and he saw a chance to grow a business. You know, Nigel was not a sports guy. He's not somebody, you know, uh, he did come from the English kind of betting industry, but I don't really see him as that kind of, you know, as a gambling industry guy per se, in that I, I think whatever he does next may not be in that space. Um, but... You know, he is a very interesting guy, and, you know, I think I referred to him in the book as kind of the Henry Ford of the industry, mm-hmm. whereas he didn't come up with the original idea, but he made it something that was able to be consumed by the masses. And so, very interesting guy, very smart guy, one who really grew the industry into, you know, what it was in the step before it was today. And then the arrival of DraftKings in 2012 is what really turbocharged it, and that's the Boston-based company, um, you know, that was founded by Jason Robbins. Matt Kalish and Paul Lieberman. And those guys really took on FanDuel and were willing to push the envelope in a lot of ways that FanDuel was not in kind of pushing the legal boundaries of what UIGA allowed 
and being much more aggressive and really going after the poker crowd and, and really trying to grow the industry in ways that FanDuel was so much times hesitant to do. And, you know, at the time, FanDuel and people who were kind of, the, the industry became very factionalized in that those who supported DraftKings and their push to grow, grow, grow at all costs, and those who were kind of more on the FanDuel train of, we should take it slower, this growth is going to get us in trouble. And I think both were right in that DraftKings was right in that they were able to push and be more aggressive than I think FanDuel realized they could be in terms of offering other types of games like golf and stuff like that, and that they probably should have gone after the poker crowd. And FanDuel was right in that they recognized that the growth that DraftKings was pushing for was going to get them only in trouble, and that they were trying to grow too fast and too hard, and that's what really screwed the industry up, was when you know DraftKings wanted to advertise FanDuel into oblivion. FanDuel had to fight back. And that created the advertising war that led to the level of scrutiny that ticked everybody off. You know, <laughs> the ads really, you know, the ads aggravated everyone. And that made it such that when there was a desire to look into this industry and to say, hey, there are some things that are wrong here. There was a national appetite to, you know, snack these guys on the bottom because they were so annoying by that point. Their ads were everywhere. And, you know, there was a real, you know, schadenfreude for, you know, looking at these guys and saying, let's see them get their comeuppance because they did grow so fast and the advertising was so pernicious and pervasive that, you know, people were happy to see them um, get knocked down a peg. Yeah, I had to do four or five a week. And I was like, boy, how, how many do they want from me? <laughs> and, I, and you were benefiting. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, I was like, wow, they're really overdoing it. But, hey, I wasn't, no yeah. problem with me, but... uh but yeah. in the book, the, the players you described were incredibly interesting as well. I mean, those guys partied like rock stars. They had the best clubs, best restaurants. They partied at the Playboy Mansion. And, and I think one of the most interesting was your mentor. I guess you called himself Beep on the Jeep. Now, is he the one that really gave you the most insight on how to really play daily fantasy? Yeah, and Beep Jay Rayner, a guy, a really yeah. wonderful guy, uh, lives near Toronto. Uh, he's a really interesting and kind of very well-known guy within that, you know, world, within the GFS space. And he's one of the kind of original big-time pros in this, which you know, really only takes you back five or six years. But that does make him pretty old school in this. And so he kind of volunteered, or not volunteered, but I asked him to mentor me. And that's what really brought me into that world in a major way. And so he took me really under the hood and... um was able to get to know a lot of the top, top players from kind of being with him and living with him for a very brief time and, uh, you know, really seeing how it all works behind the scenes. Um, and so, yeah, he took me in and really I learned a tremendous amount from him. And, you know, he, he kind of mentored me in, in fantasy hockey, which I thought was going to be a tremendously stupid thing to do. I was a baseball writer. I thought I was going to be – a big baseball expert. And then of course I was proven wrong because I didn't understand that the game itself is not just about understanding baseball. It's understanding systems and game theory and how to game the game itself. And, um, you know, he taught me a lot of that, but he said, you know, a lot of reasons you're not doing well in baseball is that you need to wipe the slate clean of your kind of preconceived notions. And I want to start you from scratch with something you don't really know anything about, which is fantasy hockey. And so I said, that sounds absolutely crazy. I haven't paid attention to hockey since the 94 Rangers. 
But he said, no, that's a great idea. And amazingly, he was proven correct. Yeah, boy. Uh, you, and I did, you know, I don't want to give too much away, <laughs> but I, yeah, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't want to give it away, but yeah, I, I became pretty good at it. Uh, and then I think does, you know, it was a pretty crazy story, I think, but it also speaks to the idea of, you know, what that world is like, which is that, you know, it is much more a math game with a sports facade than really a sports game per se, I think. I think that's, and, what, that's um, what really shocked me. It was, it, it didn't seem like they were real big sports fans, but this was almost like an academic <laughs> exercise because they really never watched the games they had money on, which was shocking to me. Yeah, I mean, some guys do and some guys don't, but uh, certainly a lot of the big-time pros think that it's very detrimental to watch to us and sweat the games full-time. Yeah, yeah. uh, and I certainly experienced that as well. You know, I mean, when you're watching those games, you know, you can really drive yourself crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the swings, the emotional swings of going up and down, you know, hundreds to thousands of dollars in any one moment, um, you know, with the crack of a bat or, you know, one shot one way or the other on a court or on ice. I mean, it, it will drive you crazy if you do it for too long. And a lot of the top guys recognize that and they try to really actively stay away mm-hmm from sweating the games, but it's very hard to do so. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's a real emotional roller coaster, and they know that. You know, as you saw in the book, I deal with some of the problem gambling issues that, you know, have arisen from this and, you know, that, that plague this world. And the companies, I think, are better about that stuff now, but it's always going to be a part of it. No question about it. I was really amazed at some of the other techniques these guys use to play. The use of algorithms was shocking to me. How would these top players use these computer programs to make their picks? What it really is is just kind of streamlining what takes you a while to do. So, I mean, what would happen is if so, you know, if you're doing your picks, say you look at whatever bunch of stats, whether it's you know individual. Let's you know, we'll do a baseball example. Let's say it's, it's maybe like the Vegas odds for how many runs the team is going to score that day, or how what a player's done averages in his last 10 games. If you want to really drill down to it, what his exit velocity is on, on balls to right field, what his launch angle is. You can get really technical in drilling down to a lot of the stats, but doing those things is too well. So, you know, and you kind of have to repeat that process every day for every player if you really want to cast a wide net. So a lot of the top players started doing, a lot of these guys are very, very, very computer savvy. Um, they would kind of systemize that. They would build an algorithm that would say, okay, they would throw in a bunch of stats, a bunch of the stats that you, whoever the individual player were, thought were valuable, and put weighted averages on each of those and say, okay, I think that, you know, recent slugging percentage is worth this much, and I think that the chance to steal a base is worth this much. And I think that, say, the platoon advantage in baseball, righty hitter, say, versus lefty pitcher, is worth this much. And I'm going to give all those things kind of a weight. And I'll put them all into this, this big pot, and I'll stew it up. And then at the end of the day, my algorithm, my program, will spit out a number. And it'll say, this player is the best rating that day. And then if the guy wants to, he can then pick that player because his, his system, his model, has told him he thinks it's the best chance that day. Now, the reality is, if you make a crappy model, if you weight things wrong, if you're looking at the wrong numbers, your algorithm is not going to be good. It's going to help you to lose, not to win. But over time, a lot of these guys refined these algorithms 
to the point where they were really, really effective. And that allowed them to essentially then drop in, you know, massively impressive lineups at the drop of a hat. They could literally generate them instantly. And so what then happened is in the daily fantasy system, if you have one good lineup, you can put that lineup in everywhere and you can then create variations on it. If you have the ability to create multiple entries of those excellent lineups, you can then create 150 best and most effective lineups and throw them into a tournament and have them drop in on mass and create a tremendous advantage for yourself or even as money as 500 highly intelligent, computer-generated, algorithm-created lineups. And that's when things really ticked me off, which is that, okay, I don't mind that these players are necessarily doing this, but the companies allowed them to leverage that advantage to what I thought was a very, very unhealthy degree for the kind of average player like me. And so that's one of the things that really bothered me about it. I think that's one of the things that bothered a lot of people about the way the daily fantasy industry was when I first got into it in 2015 or so. Now, they've made a lot of improvements since then to cut down on, I think, a lot of the mass multi-entry stuff. Um, but, you know, it's still definitely a problem. And it's the kind of situation where, you know, if you're the average person getting into it, you have to know that you're dealing with a playing field that is very, very tough on you, where the best players are very, very, very good. And, you know, you're going to face an uphill battle to, you know, get rich quick as the commercials led you to believe you could do. I got to tell you, I read that part and I was looking at it. I was like, wow, I didn't stand a chance <laughs> when I was playing. <laughs> Hold that thought and we'll be right back with more House of Cards right after this quick break. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a Pro-Caliber poker table. Pro-Caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now, you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro-Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, that's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O, when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER, 24025-POKER, that's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables, stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. 
Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. You've been hearing me talk about my pillow and the benefits of using it to get a good night's sleep, alleviate your sore neck and back, and this special deal you can get for my pillow through the show. Well, not only can you pick up the special deal for four my pillows when you use promo code CARDS, but now you can get $100 off your purchase of the my pillow mattress. Yeah, that's right, the my pillow mattress. The MyPillow mattress comes with a 10-year warranty and a 120-day money-back guarantee. The MyPillow mattress is made up of three unique layers, providing you the comfort and support to fall asleep and stay asleep all night. It even has the luxurious Dream Soft cover, which is stain-resistant and stays cool all night. Just head on over to MyPillow.com, click on the MyPillow mattress link, and enter promo code CARDS at checkout to get $100 off your order. Or call 1-800-319-7913 to order by phone. That's MyPillow.com or call 1-800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to the House of Cards. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. For those of you just joining us, we are talking with Daniel Barbarisi, author of Dueling with Kings, which is an incredible look inside the world of daily fantasy sports. I, I was also surprised that, like in poker, players bought other players' action. And so how was this used in daily fantasy? Yeah, that was something that really surprised me. I didn't yeah. know anything about that. I didn't, you know, you guys know poker a lot better than I do. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know even that was a thing that went on in that world. Um, and so until then, when, when Beep, started trying to buy and sell my action. Uh, and so, you know, he got behind me in certain ways and, and would back me and, and stake me at times. And then also wanted a piece of me. And when I started winning money, I was actually winning him a lot of money um, at the time. And I just had no idea that was going on at all in the larger world. And I think, you know, that's something where, you know, if you go to one of these big daily fantasy finals and people are holding up the giant check and all that, you know, I mean, yeah, like the, the guys who are winning them are winning a lot of the time, a very small percentage of it because so many of them, swap and sell their action to each other. And I think the companies don't love talking about that because it diminishes the idea that, hey, this guy just hit it big, rich, you know, hit it big here and got rich quick. But, um, you know, that's a big, big part of this world. And, um, you know, there's a whole subculture of swapping and selling and who's got a piece of who and who's got what action that goes on behind the scenes. And that, like, fascinated the heck out of me. I just had no idea that was happening 
uh, until I was really part of it. Yeah, that was eye-opening. Now, like you said, the real battleground for, for Daily Fantasy really became New York. So what was Attorney General Eric Schneiderman's position when it came to Daily Fantasy? Um, I mean, his position was, this is gambling, and it's obvious, and there's nothing different about this in a lot of ways than online poker, and we don't allow online poker in the state of New York, so why on earth would we allow this? And, um, you know, first the court agreed with him. And, you know, there were all these discussions, and, and there was a protest, which I attended outside his office, and all this back and forth over game of skill and, you know, game of chance and all that. And at the end of the day, his argument was that doesn't really matter. And what really matters is this has all the tenets of a gambling operation, which we regulate similar to others in the state of New York. And, you know, again, the lower courts certainly agreed with him for a time. And uh, what happened was it went to higher levels of courts, went to appeals, and eventually uh, the companies made a deal with him to pull out of the state of New York pending uh, a legislation in the New York State legislature. And so that was essentially a short-term defeat for them, but they believed they could win in the legislature in the long term and get themselves legalized explicitly in New York. And they turned out to be right, and that's kind of one of the last things I cover in the book, which is the legal fight over how the New York legislation was passed, which really came down to the wire and was very much a crazy, you know, sequence of events. Yeah. You kind of see how the sausage is made. That was almost two o'clock in the morning, right? That was the last vote of the session, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was not actually the last specific vote, but it was one of the last few um, in the legislative session for 2016 before New York finished up. And, you know, it really truly did come down to the wire. Uh, and, you know, daily fantasy people were sweating it out nationwide because they knew that whatever way New York went was how this industry was going to go. And so when New York happened, um, you know, it really was truly a last minute thing and it was expected not to pass at the last second. And then it kind of, you know, snatched victory from the jaws of defeat and daily fantasy was allowed to survive. Now, as we're sitting here talking, there's talks of a merger between DraftKings and FanDuel. And uh, I know there's going to be major antitrust issues re- with regard to this. Do you think a merger is possible? Yeah, I think it is. Um, I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's under review right now. I, I have not heard of any reason to think it's not going to go through. I think everyone at the companies, you know, and look, they, they don't know right now. Nobody knows. You know, the only person who really knows is the guy at the Federal Trade Commission who's dealing with this. But um, uh, the arguments they have made, I think, are ones they think will work. And I haven't really been given reason to think that this is not going to go through. Now, that said, at the end of the day, DraftKings and FanDuel will have an incredible portion of the market, or you know, whatever the Verge company is called, uh, DraftDuel or whatnot, will have a huge portion of the market once they are merged. And that's obviously not probably great for consumers, but I think the argument they're making is that um, at any time, another big boy like a Yahoo or an ESPN can effectively get into this space and almost immediately have significant market share because they're access to the larger season-long fantasy market. And so, you know, at some, at whatever point when DraftKings and FanDuel have effectively cleared the path at a national state-by-state legal level, as in when they've passed enough bills in enough states for a company like an ESPN to feel like, okay, we're protected enough times in enough places to really get into this, they can do so. And I don't think that's wrong. Daniel, we're running out of time. Can you tell everyone where to get Dueling with Kings and any other website you have to promote? Yeah, sure. I mean, you can really get it pretty much anywhere. Um, you know, order it on Amazon, buy it at Barnes & Noble, you know, your local bookstore hopefully should have it. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, Dueling with Kings, High Stakes, Killer Sharks, and the Get Rich Promise of Daily Fantasy Sports. 
I am uh, Dan Barbarisi. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Barbarisi or go to my website, danbarbarisi.com. And again, uh, just, yeah, please go buy Dueling with Kings uh, wherever you'd like. Give it an Amazon order, and I really hope you enjoy it. Tell me what you think. Yeah, like I said, the name of the book is Dueling with Kings by author Daniel Barbarisi, which is an amazing look into the world of daily fantasy sports. Thanks for joining us, Daniel. All right, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, it looks like we've run out of time, so we're going to have to save your questions for our mailbag section for next week. So from all of us at House of Cards, see ya. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards. You've been hearing me talk about my pillow and the benefits of using it to get a good night's sleep, alleviate your sore neck and back, and the special deal you can get from my pillow through the show. Well, not only can you pick up the special deal for four my pillows when you use promo code CARDS, but now you can get $100 off your purchase of the my pillow mattress. Yeah, that's right, the my pillow mattress. The my pillow mattress comes with a 10-year warranty and a 120-day money-back guarantee. The MyPillow mattress is made up of three unique layers, providing you the comfort and support to fall asleep and stay asleep all night. It even has the luxurious Dream Soft cover, which is stain-resistant and stays cool all night. Just head on over to MyPillow.com, click on the MyPillow mattress link, and enter promo code CARDS at checkout to get $100 off your order. Or call 1-800-319-7913 to order by phone. That's MyPillow.com, or call 1-800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. Better sleep starts with MyPillow. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout, and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.